0: I'm really fascinated about this next uh, topic and uh, excited to interview my next guest. Holland Bloorview Kids Rehabilitation Hospital is the first pediatric hospital to use new brain-computer interface technology that's allowing children with severe neuromotor disabilities a chance to gain some independence by using the technology to do simple functions for them. To explain more, I'm joined by Susanna Van Dam. She's the occupational therapist and team lead at the uh, clinical brain computer interface program at Holland View, uh, Bloorview, uh, Holland Bloorview Kids Rehabilitation Hospital. I'm sorry, Susanna, that was a lot. Thanks for joining me this morning. Oh, my pleasure. It is a bit of a mouthful. It really is. So tell me about this new technology. Um, well, it's it's a system that allows
1: uh, computer software to detect specific thought patterns, um, and then it can use those thought patterns essentially like a switch.
0: Okay. So does a child, is this a helmet that the child wears? Explain the functionality around it. So it is a it's a headset
1: okay. uh, that has um, sixteen sensors that rest on the scalp. Um, so they it, it functions like a, an EEG, an electroencephalograph. Okay. Um, so it it listens to electrical activity in the brain, and then that is wirelessly connected to software that uh, that can then interpret those electrical patterns. And then the, the software can send, then sends a signal um, to whatever device we've hooked it up to. So we can play music videos on YouTube. Um, we have a sensory cart that has um, a bubble machine and fiber optic lights that can be turned on. We have remote control cars that can be driven. There are some video games that have been BCI enabled. Essentially anything that can be activated by a switch, we, we can hopefully BCI enable. Right now, it's we're focused on play and and leisure activities.
0: Wow! So this is essentially being used uh, with kids with nonverbal uh, or uh, have to depend on other people to do you know some of these functions, correct? Mm-hmm. Um- That's right.
1: So the program itself, we are open to all kids who have a disability. So anybody is welcome to come and try it out. Our original target audience, as you said earlier, was the kids with the severe neuromotor disabilities. So that's um, kids who aren't able, who don't have reliable, consistent physical movement. That they could turn something on directly using their hands, or they don't, and/or they don't have uh, the communication skills to say activate Alexa
0: or Cortana or Okay Google, um, but they can use their thoughts to do it instead. So essentially. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm trying to understand this, and I also think it's amazing. Uh, so essentially, you connected, as you said, to anything that has a switch. So let's say this bubble machine that you uh, you gave an example of, and this child who might not have the verbal skills or the ability to turn on the bubble machine could think the thought of "I want that bubble machine on," and it will go on. Is that is that how I'm understanding this? <laughs>
1: It, it's it's yeah it's something like that. Okay. Um, the, Explain the it better
0: for me, Susanna.
1: <laughs> yeah, the thought pattern itself. So um, the, the the particular headset and software that we use works best with motor imagery. So if you think about um, athletes or musicians when they are practicing, sort of off the pitch or away from their instrument, they're they're doing mental practice. So that's they're they're thinking their way through the physical movements of what they need to do. So that's motor imagery. so the the system that we use works best with that. so we we train an algorithm to recognize uh, a specific motor imagery pattern. So with kids we try to we, we think about things that are familiar, so um, clapping or giving a high five um, or being moved around really fast in their wheelchair, and so that we, we want to think about a, an activity that's really accessible to them that they can think about consistently uh, and then we, we have we train the computer to recognize when they're not thinking about anything in particular, so a, a quiet mind or a neutral mind. And then when they're thinking that specific thought pattern. And then so to turn on the bubble machine, you might be thinking about clapping your hands and the bubble machine goes on.
0: Ah. So was this specific for each child then, this technology? Would you think of? Yeah. I, it, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of one individual child. What will be those sensory kind of activities that they need in order to turn on that said bubble machine? And that's how you would train the uh, the machine to be able to to acknowledge and respond to that.
1: Mm-hmm. So for our kids who are not verbal, we rely heavily on their parents and caregivers. To give us a sense of what they would like, uh-huh. what they would enjoy, um, and also what what task could the, would resonate with them that they could access easily. So, sort of that, that first session is a little bit of trial and error. Um, we we are hoping that it's going to be successful, and and by and large, it has been, which kind of blows
0: our minds uh, <laughs> that that it really does work. Wow! So you have uh, had sixty six kids participate. In this mm-hmm. trial so far, I can only imagine the emotion for the kids as well as parents to be able to see, uh, you know, just that little bit of independence in their child. Talk to me about just the response in being able to to access things like this yeah. and be able to do things like this. Mm-hmm. The first, um,
1: the the first session we have is a pretty emotional session, yeah. um, certainly for parents and for clinicians. I. Oftentimes, the feel I get from the kids is like, "Yeah, of course I could do that." <laughs> <laughs> like that just makes sense. Um, but we we do get a lot of smiles and giggles from the kids, and there have been a couple of times when the kids themselves have gotten a bit emotional, um, a little bit teary-eyed. That that they've done something without that intermediary, that it's been direct from them. Um, from from families, what we. What I hear a lot from families of our kids who are nonverbal is we know that our child knows what's going on. Mm -hmm. We know that they are understanding the world around them. But this gives us proof that they can... Impact their environment, yeah. and and that they want to, that they they want to be engaged, and and it it sort of opens up this two way communication uh, more directly
0: for parents, and I think that's a really powerful thing. You know, we've been talking about you know the said bubble machine, uh, Susanna, mm-hmm. but I have a minute left. I want to. Where can this technology possibly go? Where what can we see? Uh, kids who uh, you know are dealing with severe neural. Uh, 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 Neuro motor disabilities possibly be able to do in the future right. with this technology.
1: It is very exciting. Um, at the the Blueview Research Institute's Prism Lab is focusing on a communication application. Um, it is it is still under development, but it's really exciting. And we hear from parents that that's really what their number one priority is to figure out a communication application. Um, there's also there are also mobility applications. Um, Right now, we have, we have a wheelchair trainer that kids can park on, and we haven't used it yet. It's still, it's almost ready, um, but it's designed for recreational mobility to give kids the opportunity to move themselves through space. Wow. Um, and for a lot of our kids, they've never done that.
0: Wow. It's, oh, yeah. So many questions and I'm running out of time, Susanna. So many questions. Oh my goodness. I love it. I love, you know, sometimes we, uh, we can downplay or, or we can complain about technology, but this is a technology win story, right? As we see, uh, these kids gain just a little bit of independence. As you said, they knew that they could do it just showing the rest of the world that they can do it as well. Thanks so much, Susanna, for your time today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank
1: you for your interest.
0: Absolutely.